Welcome to Let's Talk Nerdy. I'm Justice, and today I am joined by... Caitlin. Yes, Caitlin, the Supernatural fangirl. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, Caitlin. Well, I am a big fan of Supernatural, mm-hmm. and I will spend hours on end watching the show, <laughs> and that's a big part of how I spend my time. And I also enjoy art and anything to do with TV shows, really. Yeah, um, and that's that's an understatement. There's been many a times, leave in the morning, come back in the afternoon, and Supernatural's still on the TV. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, you're also in the uh, online. Uh, what do they call those things? I should know this. Where fans, the fandom makes their own. Fan fiction? Um, yeah, thank you. I don't know why I couldn't think of that word. Fan fiction. You also dabble with reading some of the fan fictions, right? Yes, I spend a lot of time reading fan fictions. I don't write them, but I read a lot of them. Have you ever thought about writing fan fictions? No, I don't think I'd be very good at it. Well, with you being as artistic as you are, I think that, you know, that might be something, you know, that you would be good at creatively, sitting back and actually, you know, thinking about some stories. I don't know about that. I'm not very story smart. I'm more color smart, like arts and markers, paints, stuff like that. I'm not very good at writing. Yeah. Well, did you know that Supernatural aired, first started airing in 2005? Yes, I did know that. (laughs) How old were you in 2005? I wasn't even born. So you were negative years old. Yes. (laughs) How many negative years? One. (laughs) So you were negative one years old whenever Supernatural started airing. Yes. <laughs> ah, I don't know if that makes me feel old or what, but... You should feel old. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. So, yeah, Supernatural. It's been on the air. I remember when I first started watching Supernatural. Honestly, I really didn't get into it when it first started airing in 2005. I, don't, I really didn't get into it until about 2011, if, if, to be completely honest. So there was a whole bunch of time there where I had no idea that it existed because life gets in the way. <laughs> but I remember when I first started watching Supernatural, um, I think like the first episode I saw, I can't remember exactly which one it was, but I remember watching it and going, I don't know what's happening because it was one of those episodes where like there's key plot points going on from like previous buildup and you're like, um, something epic is going on, but I don't know how we got here. <laughs> Cause you know, that's like how supernatural does their thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What do you think about supernatural? I love supernatural. It is like one of the biggest things in my life, and I don't have very many many of those big things in my life. So supernatural is pretty much, as I said before, how much I spend most of my time. And I think supernatural really started to be a big deal to me when about five or six years ago when I first started watching it. Because I started from season one, episode one, and I kind of just got into it from there. Is Yeah, back whenever it started airing on Netflix. Yeah. Mm, I saw it before on, um, I think it was a WB. 
um, the WB channels when I first saw it. But then once I started getting into the whole streaming thing, because 2011 was before streaming really became huge. But once Netflix took over the streaming world, I seen it was on there. I was like, ooh, I'm going to binge watch every episode. And I did over and over and over again. I do um, that a lot, too. I just <laughs> binge watch it over and over. Yeah, it's one of those shows where you can take something different away each time, you know. It's, it covers so many genres, everything from action to horror to, like, drama you know it, it it really hits a lot of keynotes and comedy even yeah so what's your favorite action moment in supernatural i think my favorite action moment would be when ever castiel first comes in Mm-hmm. And so whenever he just pops up behind Dean and Dean will just be like getting his knife or something from out from under his pillow and uh, thinking it's an intruder when it's really just Castiel watching him. Well, technically, he was an intruder. <laughs> he intruded. I mean, he's an angel. So, I mean, I guess that would be a good intruder. But I don't think Dean needs to pull his knife out on him. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I think my favorite action moment was in the episode where they ended up coming to our world and they tore through to our world during that fight scene. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was funny whenever they were doing the tour and how they did the tour of Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And then they said something about how Jared Padalecki was starring in Gilmore Girls and he was also sitting on the back of the bus that was just doing that, but he didn't know that he was Jared Padalecki. Yeah. There's there's a lot of fun moments. Um, I think what really sold me for the show was that the brothers or that had, what's the word I'm looking for? Like such a bond, you know? It was like no matter what, they couldn't be torn apart. The Winchester brothers were always there for each other. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Like, as you as it went on, it it, was, it kind of became repetitive after a while. One was trying to save the other, you know. One sold a soul, so the other one was trying to get it back, or or things like that. But I don't know the fact that they were like always there for each other, you know, through thick and thin. That was probably my favorite aspect of the show. Yeah, they were more of best friends than brothers in some parts, and then in mm. others they were more brothers at each other's throats than best friends yeah (laughs) they uh they have fought a lot as well but i mean if you know who doesn't fight with their family members at least once in their life you're not family if you don't fight right (laughs) yeah all right well i hope you enjoy some of these songs coming up from the supernatural
dangerous curve. Well, I must have closed my eyes for a while, cause here I am and I'm a running wild. I burnt my brakes, stripped my gears, gonna have to ride her down, I fear diesel smoke. Dangerous curve. I wish I'd left the women alone, but it's too late now, cause I think I'm gone. I got myself into this fix just because I tried to mix diesel smoke. Dangerous curve. Diesel smoke. Dangerous
Welcome back. Hope that you're still here. This is uh, Let's Talk Nerdy, and tonight we're talking about Supernatural. And in case you missed it before, I am with... Caitlin. Yes. Hey, Caitlin. Hi. <laughs> so let's see here. If we were talking about action moments, uh, what about your favorite comedy moment, your favorite like moment that made you just bust out laughing in Supernatural? I think that's whenever the boys were having a prank when they prank episode whenever they were trying to figure out the haunted house on the hill. But they <laughs> when first when it started when um, Dean put the spoon in Sam's mouth when they were in the car. But my favorite part of that episode were, was when they were in the diner and Dean kept pulling the string to the laughing thing on the wall. Mm -hmm. And then he picked up his beer, and Sam was just sitting there waiting and smiling. And then um, he couldn't put his beer back down. Cause, and then Sam pulled out a tube of super glue that he used on his beer. <laughs> and so Dean's hand was stuck through his beer, and he couldn't figure out how to get it off. Um, I think my favorite uh, episode was the one where they got stuck in like the different, different TV shows. From what was it, the trickster god? Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel. Yeah, trickster. Yeah, because I remember, I remember when before that episode aired, they leaked some of the, or they they basically put some of it on his commercials, is on the actual like CW channel. So the 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 part whenever he's talking about like needing ointment for his herbies, you know, that, like that played as a full commercial for the, the entire week leading up before the episode. And everyone was like, what the heck is going on? Like he took a herpes ad commercials because, you know, he was like, I, you know, like was talking as if he actually had herpes. But then once the episode came out, it, it, it made a lot more sense. But I thought that one was hilarious as well as the one where um, like the one where he could talk to imaginary um i don't want to say animals but friends imaginary friends <laughs> i thought that episode was hilarious as well especially whenever like you like the kids could you could see it through the kids perspective because like the parents would walk in a room and there would be like imaginary friend that had been we'll say dealt with and everyone was acting like everything was normal but the kid was just petrified with what was going on <laughs> That episode made me very sad because it was funny, but at the same time it was sad because the kid's perspective was sad, but then everything else was normal, and that's what I found funny because nobody knew why the kid was so freaked out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what about the episode whenever, um, what was it, Dean became a kid? The one where the witch, Hansel and Gretel kind of storyline. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was funny because Sam, didn't Sam refer to him as a, a Justin Bieber remake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, it was hilarious. There was like, the show has its serious moments, its mm, action moments, and then its comedy moments. It has such an amazing balance. Um. It's not too serious, but it's not overly funny either. No, it falls somewhere in the middle. Yeah. If you've never seen Supernatural, you should give it a chance. You never know. You might like it. 
I uh, hope you enjoy these songs coming up from Supernatural.
So you think you could tell Heaven from hell Blue skies from pain Can you tell a green field From 
Welcome back. We are talking about Supernatural. If you couldn't tell by the music, I am Justice. This is Let's Talk Nerdy, and tonight I am with... Caitlin. Yes, this is our third go-around. So, yeah, we've been talking about Supernatural, so let's continue. So, one thing that I have found very interesting in the Supernatural world is, you know the episode whenever they're... When Sam and Dean go to the hotel room and or go to the hotel, I know they do that a lot, but give me a moment. I'm I'm going to add some more details. <laughs> but so they go to the hotel and all the gods are sitting at a discussion table and <laughs> like Sam and Dean get called in or like they some I forget exactly how it goes down. But like Lucifer goes there to destroy all the like basically demigods. But Sam and Dean go in there and they're just like. Like, you know, <laughs> how can you explain it? Like, they're at all like, OMG, we are literally flies compared to everyone in this room. And um, so anyways, so that my theory is all of those in that episode that the gods that are at the uh, discussion table are all talking about like, oh, I've got more, you know, followers than you. I've got more people worshiping me than you. And there are powers and their like godhood as it is in the show is based off of how many people are worshiping them, right? As it as they they explain in that episode. And then it's later confirmed by later seasons whenever Castiel absorbs all the um souls in um Leviathan. Yeah, thank you. And no, I was gonna say purgatory. But they, that's when the Leviathans came out, yes. And he was unable to be killed by the, like, angel blade because he literally, became, you know, started a godhood himself. So, like, we, we know that this a soul has a lot of energy in canon. It can also tr- make people be able to travel through time um, if the energy is used properly. So the more people that are worshiping a deity, the stronger they become. So if anyone gets worshipers within the supernatural universe, they get at least like level one godhood, right? And we've seen that a couple of times. And so I'm wondering, I've always wondered, why haven't more people taken advantage of that in the show? You know what I mean? Because to me, it's like an underlying, like, this is how it works, but they've never done anything with it. You know, like I would have... Who knows? I mean, the show still has like 10 more episodes before it fi- is finally over. But I don't know. I think it's interesting how they built up the rules of the universe it like works. that. I like little um, details like what's that. What's something that you have found really right. interesting about the show? That's my opinion. I find it interesting how many times they've died and come back. Because mm-hmm. you'll see in the one episode where they get sent to heaven, and that's where you actually see it. Yeah. It's when they're in the garden, the... um. I forgot his name, but the man there was saying how many times they have been to heaven. They just don't remember it. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with hell. So it makes you question how many times they've actually died and came back Mm -hmm. because it never actually clarifies that. And you don't see every time they die. No, you don't. We we have seen it quite a few times when they died, though. Um, there was an entire episode where which one, which one was it? It was Dean that died over and over again. 
the Tuesday episode. Yes. I found that hilarious because Sam knew everything Dean was going to do, and Dean got freaked out at the diner because <laughs> Sam kept repeating his lines as they came out of his mouth. Yeah, basically it was uh, that episode is a version of, um, what was that old school movie? Uh, Groundhog Day. It was like a Groundhog day est episode. Um, it was really hilarious. <laughs> but um, I, I'll be sad to see Supernatural go, but at the same time, I'm glad it's going off on a high note. You know, honestly, like the original creator planned for three seasons, you know, just one, two, three. It was an open and closed storyline about two boys going off and you know, his original intent was just to scare the crud out of everybody. But while these two boys were looking for their father. And so, you know, at the end of season three, uh, you know, he had no plans on going back and writing anymore, doing anything else. But it was received so well, the fandom is what kept it alive. Because at that point, uh, you know, people were begging for more. And, you know, then it was supposed to go on to five seasons. But, then, you know, Castiel was loved so much that it continued on onward from there. And I don't know. I... I, I really enjoyed the whole Leviathan plotline, but I would have been okay if it ended after that.
ones with shadows on my wall All night Hearing voices telling me That I should get some sleep Because tomorrow might be good for something Hold on Feeling like I'm headed for a breakdown And I don't know Talking to myself in public And dodging glances on the train And I know I know they've all been talking about me I can hear them whisper And it makes me think There must be something wrong with me Out of all the hours thinking Inside of me, I'm not crazy, I'm just a little impaired, I know, right now you don't care, but soon enough you're gonna think of me, and how I used to be. Can you think of a spot in the show where you would have been like, this would have been a good ending point? I don't have a opinion on that because I don't want it to end. But <laughs> also, <laughs> I think if I had, if I absolutely had to choose an ending point, I would think it would be after you see Sam going into hell and then Dean gets his life with Lisa. Because mm. then you see that Dean had his happy ending and you know that also there's the part where you don't know what happens to Sam but I think that would have been a good ending point because Dean was happy with his life at that stage 
<sighs> yeah, but Sammy, man, <laughs> just let him go. <laughs> what into um, Lucifer's box or whatever Lucifer's it was called? Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I would have been really upset if that's where it ended. Personally, like, why? I want to know more, but like <laughs> Chuck. Chuck is a really interesting character. I find Chuck hilarious. Yeah. You know, when Chuck was first, like, on the scenes in Supernatural, when uh, the boys find Chuck because someone was writing their their life stories, it's interesting to go back and watch that episode now after, spoiler alert, by the way, if you don't want to know who Chuck really is. Um, too bad. God. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if you, yeah, if is, you know, after finding out that he's actual God, you know, by the way, that was, it was rumored for years that Chuck was God before it was announced. I, like, honestly, I think the fandom morphed him into God where they had to write him that way. Cause in the first episode where he's there, he, he drinks, you know, he hangs out uh, with questionable peoples and, you know, he's, very selfish, but at the same time, he's got like these, what, these images of the boy's life, and he's writing it down as if they're parts of the Bible, like as if he's a prophet. But then later episodes, you see him in the background in multiple episodes, like as the boys like destroy or beat whatever baddie there is, there's Chuck just randomly in the background. He's never acknowledged. He's like the boys never go up to him and say, oh, hey, Chuck, how you doing? What a coincidence. He's just there and you can see him looking at the boys. And there was like 20 incidents of that. And everyone was like, how is Chuck here? What's Chuck doing? And...
think my favorite moment would be when, whenever they first met Chuck, mm -hmm. because they thought that he was just some author that doesn't know anything, mm -hmm. and he was just writing about it, so they thought that he was just a prophet or, or something. Mm -hmm. And my, I think my second favorite moment after that would be when they actually find out that he's God, because <laughs> it's funny, because when they first met him, through up to that point, they thought he was just a prophet author person. Mm, and slash then, drunk. <laughs> yeah, slash drunk. <laughs> and then they find out that he's actually God. So I find that funny because he was posed as a drunk first and then yeah. turns out to be God. <laughs> well, you know, they say they make man in his image. So, <laughs> But um, so who is your overall favorite character in Supernatural? Castiel. Castiel. That seems to be the fandom's favorite in general. Castiel's, when he was, for, was first brought on, I was questioning whether or not I liked him it went in like his first couple of episodes, but he grew on me. Before Castiel, my favorite was Dean, but mm -hmm. when Castiel came on, he looked like a lost puppy. So <laughs> the lost puppy kind of got me because I like puppies. <laughs> well, that's a good reason, I guess, <laughs> liking puppies. <clears throat> but yeah, Castiel and how he got his name is is really funny. Actually, <laughs> he's the Angel of Thursdays. The writer for the show, the creator of the show, went on Google, and since the show aired new episodes on Thursdays on the CW channel, to, like when it was first airing on there, he literally went to Google and typed in. Angel of Thursdays, and Google said Castiel is the name of Angel of Thursdays, and so, like, yeah. So every time that I I hear the name Castiel, I always think Angel of Thursdays. I wish they would have acknowledged that in the show somehow. You know, like, I don't know. I I just want, I want them to acknowledge that because I think it's hilarious that that's where his name came from. You never know. It may be a Thursday when Castiel pops up the most in the show. Well, if so, I want them to. I want Sam and Dean to be like, "Wow, why is it you show up every Thursday?" You know, like. Well, I mean, he sh he could show up every day, but mostly on Thursdays. Yeah, you know, like I want him. I I just want some sort of acknowledgement, even if it's just in passing. You know, like, hey, Castiel is like, I love Thursdays. You know, or whatever, <laughs> just something random. Castiel would say that.
tried to be human and you got that job. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that was so funny. I felt bad for him, though, because he was he wasn't a full human, but he mm. was also sleeping in like the back room. Mm -hmm. So they acknowledged that he was human, but they also made him kind of homeless. Well, that's because he was, you know, he had lost his angelhood at the time. Um, grace. And, yeah, his grace. And so he, you know, at the time he had to find a new way on Earth. But I believe he's had the most character development out of any character on the show. Is Castiel by far. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, he was so arrogant and saw humans as beneath him whenever he first showed up. And then he befriended two humans, and then he kind of realized what it was like to be a human, so he had empathy for humans. And, like, and it, you know, so, like, overall, he has, like, the, yeah, the most developed storyline. Um, besides... I don't know. I thought it was interesting when Sam and Dean got their mother back. You've seen that, right? You've seen up to that point? Yeah. When Chuck and his sister... Uh, yes, by the way, God has a sister in the show. If you didn't know that, now you do. Whenever they went off and so Sam and Dean got their mom back, I thought that was that was pretty interesting because... One thing I, that I thought it was interesting because it was like, hey a character that we've literally talked about and went back in time and seen and blah, blah, blah. We, now we get to see interactions with the boys today, you know? But, yeah. But enjoy these songs coming up from Supernatural. So you are at 26 minutes. Cool. 20 minutes. Well, I'll go ahead and we'll sign out. Welcome back. This is Justice with Let's Talk Nerdy, and today I'm joined by... Caitlin. And we hope you have enjoyed our show. Uh, it has been on Supernatural, and we will see you guys next week. Hope you have a great day. Great night. Bye.